It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, part three today with Brett, episode 865. Before we jump into that, I'd like just to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Come join the Dr. Dish family, um, just like Duke in North Carolina and Florida and all of them that have basically upgraded to the Dr. Dish machine. It is so easy to use. It's so easy to break down. Come over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is handouts and videos and resources and community and one-on-one calls and office hours and everything that you want. This isn't run by a college coach. This isn't run by a guy that's running this program and running that program. This is what I do. You know, I help you at teachhoops.com learn the game in less time from someone that's done it and won it at the highest level. So come over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Then we just kicked out the bottom guy, and at the end of the game, we just, we call it J-Lo, because like we say, his booties towards the ball or half court, and we just do the same thing spread them out point guard drive now my point guard this year was more of a shooting guard okay but he if you fouled him it was an automatic two free throws he was going to make them both he shot like 92 percent from the free throw line oh my god and teams just didn't like the spacing because i got rid of all those plays where we run guys off of you know double screens they don't work they take too long at high school and the problem is we don't have time to yeah as I tell people, we just don't have time. There's all these great plays, great. But I just don't have time to break the nuances down. <laughs> um, and I've we, run some, that- we run some handoff looks off of horns. That's the beauty of horns. It's got the best spacing in basketball, and you can run 3,000 plays off it. That's kind of my next project that I'm going to go to. His horns, I'd love to see that horn stuff. stuff. I'm going to have you listen to, to Brett with the Princeton stuff, too. He might be able to give you some stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have you send that Celtics thing too. Cause I'm going to steal that. Um, yeah, it's, hopefully it's, we have a season this year. Cause I think I have a perfect team for that for this year. It's but. crazy, stupid. And like, 
the guy, so we we're Hinsdale South, Hinsdale Central is like our rival school. And, you know, Nick always says to me, he goes, you're just going to run that damn Celtics play anyways. And he goes, I've been trying to stop it for seven years and I still don't have an answer. Right. And it's, I'd zone it's, you. I'd zone you. Yeah. And that's what you I'd know, do. I'd zone you. I'd one three. Well, <laughs> I'm giving away. I'd probably one three one you if I was long enough and make you make that long pass over. Um, I'd probably gap you. And then know. we, we, some teams started doing some good stuff on us this year. And as soon as we'd call it out, they would have a great game plan. So then we just started messing with the spacing. So then we started starting them on the elbow and the three point line, line. and they would come from that way. And they would be like, so worried about my guy point guard, just drive to the basket coaches timeout, you know, calling right. this you don't have to I'd love do to see some tape on that too. If you have any huddle, I'd love to see a couple. I'd love to see that. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have you send me that. I'd love we, to see that. We also run another one. that's so stupid. It's simple. Like we throw the ball to the wing and he throws it right back to the point guard. Then we ball screen and like a really good coach is like, I love that play. I'm like, all it is is just a ball screen where we just throw it to the wing. He throws it right back to the point guard. And, like, we have a guy start at the free throw line. He comes out and ball screens. But just throwing a pass just changes everybody's mind. It's, a, it's that little bit of movement. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, and it's called Houston because I was just watching Houston play one night, and I saw him do that. I was like, let's try that out. You I'm know, telling didn't you. didn't have all these moving parts. For the coaches out there, okay, so, again, I have a YouTube channel. There's lots of YouTube plays. 99% of them you can't run with high school kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can, they're great. And the diagrams and all that, you just, you literally can't run them. Like there's too many actions. There's too much movement. If there's more than one or two things going on, it ain't happening. I'm just, I mean, I, and from, and coach and I have done a lot of great players. I mean, trust me, I've got guys in the NBA. You, you can't do it. It's just, it doesn't work. We um, have this, a seventh grade level play for zone offense that's unguardable. And it's, it's just, I think, I don't know if I've shared it. I need to get it to you. Yeah. And it's like, it to me. it's uh you know, we literally just pass it, you know, pop a guy, like drive one way, like a false motion, pop a guy out. And there's so many options. If you take anything away, somebody has a wide open shot, but like I've learned and like any coach that's done enough, if your kids can't shoot, it's not the play. It doesn't it's, matter. Yes. Yeah. Like whenever you – like this year, we had four kids that could shoot it and scored. We had four – all five starters scored 20 points in a game. They so, bought in. They would – they didn't care. My best player would score six one night, 26 the next night. Didn't care. We go into a sectional game, and our strategy actually – because we knew they weren't going to guard our sophomore that had been coming off the bench. He had to start due to an injury. But like Bennett's just not going to guard him. So we come up, our seniors, I told Garrett it was our seniors that came up. This was my strategy. Garrett, you were going to shoot the first three times you are open from the three-point line to start the game. I'm like, if one goes in, it's a plus. And he can shoot in practice, but he hadn't been shooting in a game. But I was like, they're not going to guard you, and you can shoot this. All of a sudden, his, the kids were like, that's a genius strategy. They're like, they're like, this is going to work. No, what, uh, what percentage of practice do you do on shooting? Even, I'm not even talking about specifically this year because you had a shooting team, but because I always find it hard to, to carve that out. So 
some of our shooting drills you wouldn't that we've been able to develop aren't even really what I would consider shooting drills, but we're getting a lot of reps. Okay. We're going to do a bare minimum of 15 minutes, probably no. threes. That's a bare minimum. So we, we did Bradley Beal every single practice, the drill I was going over. Yep. We do another one. We call it five-minute threes. So you have three guys, two balls, the Olympic shooting, some people call yep. it. So we, you count for five minutes how many threes can you make as a team, that group of three. Then we start to put different things in. I stole it from a girls coach this year in Chicago of like, hey, the last minute and a half, you have to choose somebody in your group that can only rebound. So, like, then it, like, starts to put – they're like, well, crap, I'm the third best shooter in this group. Right. It puts like the, the pressure on them. To, I love that. But they started, like – they liked that. And, you know, mixing it up quite a bit. Um, I think it's know, a we, loss. I think it's – I think it gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And when this I, year, with going to all this different stuff where we didn't have to work on the other team's plays as much, we were spending a ton of time on, like yeah. – three on zero drive and kick or three on two, like what I call scoring drills. And, you know, like it doesn't have to be complicated. One of the best things I did this year when we would do small sided games is the defense starts with the ball and they can throw it to whoever they want to start the offense. It totally changed the way we worked on offense because you didn't start at the point guard position every single time. So then we started doing it five on five. And now you've got to be able to run your offense where the, it actually started with a wing catching the ball. Can you still run your offense? Because right. I know what you're going to do after listening to the podcast. If I have to set two pin down screens to start my offense, you're going to blow those up. Like you're right. not going to let me do those. Right. Or you're going to have a you're going to throw in some zone. You're going to do something where my offense doesn't work. And that's what this switching really did was just whatever you did, we could disrupt it. Right. And, 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 and I think those, I always say that the, the shooters need to shoot just like, you know, any, it's like getting in the batting cage. I swear to God, I'm more and more convinced that it's talking to more and more coaches in the last three or four months. That it's something that just gets lost so yeah. easily in practice. And it's, it's easy to shoot in a Christmas game that a Christmas tournament game when there's like 12 people in the right. gym. You know, I think we played at like 9 o'clock the day after Christmas this year. Well, that wasn't hard to shoot at. When we played Bolingbrook in front of a couple thousand people, you know, in the late eight or 9.30 game, it's a little different. You know, right. kids are hitting the side of the backboard, you know. Right. Our gym is incredibly small for – a 4A school. I mean, we can pack a lot of people in there, but the kids are on top of you. And there's are like you getting in? You said you're getting a new gym, though. No, we're we're not getting a no, new okay. gym. We okay. just we're uh, we, our school's getting. They've got everything new. We have a new 35 million dollar pool. They won't even fix the gym floor. But that's but you know what? If the trust me, I have the small. I bet I have one of the smallest gyms in Division One, which is the highest one in Wisconsin. And I would, I told my, I, I mean, we have a field house and then we have this gym we play in. It is like, I love it because it's, yeah. I'm telling you our whole, our gym holds maybe 1600. I mean, there's 2,200 kids that go to school and the gym holds 15, 1600 maybe. But when you pack it, oh my God, it's like, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't want a big. Yeah, some of these schools have gyms set up where the, the uh, it's like 30 feet off the court. We have to stop the game. 
excuse me, we have to stop the game multiple times a year because there's kids cheering that have came out onto the court or something right. like, you know, it's, it's insane. It gives us a huge advantage. Our, our, luckily for us, our, our uh, students are pretty free reign on, right. they're pretty brutal. I mean, we played Fred Hoiberg's son couple years ago and they started chanting fire fred hoiberg game which was like i was like oh my god like fred's like the nicest guy in the world and uh no but i i I think it's i just think it's i think it's an advantage i do i think those whole gyms are lost things similar to the game how the game is changing everyone's building these big boxes and it it's not the same on a tuesday (laughs) night when you put 500 people in one of those big boxes it'd be like playing in like I don't know. I don't like it. I, I think, I think it's an, and what, what we look at it as a small gym. I mean, where I grew up, there were six rows of bleachers <laughs> in just about every gym right. and everybody came to the games. They were, there were some big crowds and you know, it's, it's a different world, you know, the suburbs, eh, it's okay. I mean, we play in some pretty hostile environments, but I, there's something to be said about some awesome gyms that have very little seating and very passionate crowds. I know. I, I know. That's going to be on my retirement thing is I'm going to start going to some of these and I got to figure out how to do it. Yeah, let my wife shop for a couple of days in Chicago and then I can, uh, then I can go. All right. So we're going to end here with, um, we're going to end with rapid fire. I better um, get ready for this. I got, I got a literally, I'm going to have to have you on again in a, in a month or two. Cause literally I got through like one tenth of the questions I had for you, but we'll do another one. Um, cause I'll, I'm sure I'll have questions on some of the stuff you're going to send me. Uh, all right. So rapid fire is basically just a question and you're going to give me an answer. They don't necessarily have to be fast, but I've been trying to prepare cause I've been listening to these podcasts. So what's your favorite basketball? Uh, Wilson. That's what we use. And is it, is Wilson a state tournament ball? Yeah, we went, Illinois went to Baden like a dozen years ago is the dumbest decision they ever did to go away from Wilson because of like some, they got money from something. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. The ball would get stuck between the backboard and the rim all the time. Okay. So do you have a Baden for tournament time to practice then? No, no. Wilson's – we're all Wilson. Oh, you're all Wilson all now. Wilson. Oh, you're back to Wilson. They went okay. back. They finally okay. realized they made a mistake. All right. Do you um, have any rituals? I do not believe in rituals. I think they're bad luck. Okay. Coach has done his homework. I, most people come on this and haven't done their homework, so this is good. One sporting event in the entire world, what would you go to? Oh, man. Been to some good ones. St. Louis Cardinals Game 7 World Series. You're a Cardinals fan? Yep. Oh, God. We might have to stop. I grew up in uh, about an hour and a half north of St. Louis. Yeah, sorry. You guys got one title. We've got. 13. I know. Trust me, my dad's in his mid mid to late eighties. Never thought he'd see it. I mean, I'm ball. I was bawling. Like, I was hoping a lot of people would never see it. My assistant coach and I. I would say that to him all no, the time. No, but the thing is, the thing is, my a lot of people in Wisconsin are Cub fans. Um, because my dad grew up in that was WGN was the only thing he could get on the radio in the forties and stuff, you know, he lived in mid in the middle of Wisconsin and Westfield. And anyway, I got a big Cubs fan thing in my, 
Now, somebody was best game I've ever been to, 1995 Penn State, Illinois. Penn State barely won at the end of the game in football. That was uh, probably one of the best games I've ever been to. Just electric atmosphere, long, long time ago. Not one of your games. That surprises me. What was that? I'm surprised it's not one of your games. Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky to be in a lot of good ones there. I was just thinking outside. Okay, okay. As a fan. Do you have a favorite uh, meal? Oh, like pregame meal? Yeah, pregame meal. You know, I I can't – I don't have, like, these – Awesome places, usually pizza from the concession stand. I don't. I don't normally eat. I try not to eat before the game. Yeah. Sometimes I feel I have to. Like you got to eat something. It's usually probably pizza. I've I've been into intermediate fasting. That's my new thing. The last couple, I've been doing reading on how it actually. So so people can do some research on this. How it actually repairs your body because if you think about humans, you know, five hundred years ago. You know, we weren't we weren't eating all the time, right? We were we were, you know, we were. I'm gonna have eating. to have you come into my health class and talk during the nutrition unit. I, I'm telling you though, but it, it it's it's it does actually make me. I mean, I'm, I have a lot of energy as it is, but um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm I you know I tend to yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan. Good stuff. Uh, it is good stuff. Uh, one thing you do to relax. You don't relax because you have a one year old. But what do you do normally to relax? Well, my days of relaxation are almost over because I have another one coming in October. Oh my! Are you kidding? It's uh, gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a handful. Oh God! Okay, so you're you're still a man to man. Like, I, we, yeah. We got two kids. We got two dogs. So if you have another one, you'll go to zone. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> to relax. I spoiled myself. I've got quite the compound at home. I have a pool and a hot tub. Okay. Hot tubs definitely. There's nothing better than getting home from a nice swim. Do you, do you worry about drinking a hot so tub? Do you have a fence around? How do you do? You worry about that with the kiddos? Yeah, we were. Uh, she's not. Hey everybody, no. hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm going to do a big shout out to our two other podcasts, High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig. Um, I do talk about them often, but I don't give them a spotlight. They are great. High School Hoops talks weekly. We talk about kind of what you're going through. Like we've been doing a lot of them. Um, covid right now because that's where we are and and what happened with that how we're reacting to it and, and teacher side gig is teachers kind of looking at themselves and how they can make a little extra money on the side and uh yeah it's just me giving back to a little bit to, to all the teachers out there that i know have to do that so um also subscribe and like this podcast and go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right let's head back to the podcast uh, she's not not moving out outside yeah. without us but yeah we're trying to it's all fenced in and we're trying to uh find even more ways to keep yeah i bet that's that's the there's, there's that window where that scary window and they're little absolutely yeah um one coaching technique you think is important getting your kids to talk more than you okay i think that's i've said it a couple times but i think that's for any of us from you know from a division one big 10 coach to a seventh grade coach. I think your good things are going to happen when your kids are, I will say real things, not just, you know, not talking like, you know, I'm better than you or trash talking, but like when they're communicating (laughs) out on the court, they're going to get better. Oh, I know the trash talking. Um, Yes. I, if you, if you're on, I mean, I, I bet I talk 10% of practice probably me. 
and because I turned some over to my assistant. And practice, I think, is too is different because I think you can you can actually stop, break stuff down. You know, some days you don't want to do that at all, but like that pregame practice, that's a great time to talk. And you know, you're trying not to really, you know, I'm not going to sub, so I can't practice my kids too hard the day before the game. Right. But you know, it's uh, we don't even I've have to practice before the game. What are you talking yeah. about? I know. Um, Best basketball player of all time. Oh, Michael Jordan. No okay. doubt about it. Even best, though best. Yeah. I do wonder, I mean, he's so good. He would adapt to anything, but like his game's so much different than today's game. Like he would be good. I, I, Michael Jordan just would have become like an awesome three point shooter, but he's unbelievable. I mean, he never went to a game seven. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't gotten all the votes, but he's he's pretty close. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person? Um, I was thinking about this earlier because I heard you ask it to somebody else. But high school best basketball player I've ever seen from the stands: Sean Livingston when he was in high oh, school. God, we played against him. sixty foot no look passes. To oh, guys. he was crazy. He was a yeah, freak of um, nature. You know, there were stories like he would be playing against some national ranked team and only have four points, and it'd be a tight game, and he'd score the last 16 points of the game. Um, He's a great story, too, because he tore his ACL, I think. Oh, that was the worst injury I've ever seen. I show it in health class every year. The kids almost get sick. I mean, but then he came back from it and ended up winning rings with Golden State. And And he grew up a lot because I was in Peoria – that's where I did my student teaching and half my family's from that area. And he had some issues in high school and really grew up quite a bit and uh, good success story. It is a great success story. Um, okay. So you're going to leave it at uh, that one. We did uh, one thing that helped you become a better coach. Huddle, <laughs> you know, watching as much film I possibly can. It saved my marriage. Crossover yeah. actually saved my marriage because you remember that were you VC, VCR tape guy? Ever? No, thank no, God. We had old. we were pretty yeah. high tech at Plano. Honestly, we had a guy that would burn it onto a DVD like at the game. That okay. came to every game. It was a lifesaver. But when I when I was assistant coach, they were still doing the VHS and stuff. But oh my God! The, I'm telling uh, you, my wife only knows me as a head coach because we got married just before the the summer before I became. And our first apartment, I had like a whole like VC. Oh, it was crazy. It was, I don't honestly. I don't know if I scouted anybody in person this year with our schedule. When was I going to go? We only had like four days. We didn't have game the whole season that other people played. And, and it's hard. I'm I'm thinking of doing a course on. It's hard to scout. It it is so different seeing someone in person. I try to get to everyone in person if I can, because tape shows you stuff, but it doesn't show you. I don't know. Maybe it's me being the old. size. The speed. It doesn't show you the shy. It doesn't show you the quickness. It doesn't show you that first step. It, there's I, things I you, scout like this. I watch the game and have the iPad. Yeah. In front of me. Do you Coach, agree with that though? That it doesn't show you everything. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff. I mean, there are tournaments. I was able to see some people, but and you know, this that used to be a big argument in my old conference. They're like, you got to go out and learn to do it the way we did. I'm like, well, it's not like Bruce Weber was at Illinois at the time. I'm like, it's not like Bruce Weber's driving to West Lafayette to go scout Purdue. Right. You know, he's not going to he's not going out to Happy Valley to scout. 
it was one of the ways it was literally 22, 23 years ago after my first season is my only losing season after my first season. I remember sitting with my assistant coach and going, I can't do that. We were seven and 14. It was my only losing season. And, and we sat, we sat in, they're in the bus, the team's on the bus, the other people on the bus. And we literally sat there for the 30 minutes. I go, I can't do that. He goes, do what you can do, Steve, do what you can do. And I said, well, I can out scout people. He goes, and you got to out scout people. You got to out prepare them. Like, and we, and, and we were able to 20 some years ago. You can't do it anymore. We um, share film like our conference. You, you send your last two games everybody shares everything like that's completely different people used to look at you funny if in illinois if you took a video camera into a gym to scout right now every game there's like six ipads up there and like i just tell people i'm like just t- tell me what game you want i'll send it to you you send me two i'll send you two and it's uh only a couple people have said no when i've told them that that was my son. Um, I would say the other thing, if you're going to be a high school coach, you need to study high school coaches more than college and NBA. Like those, when I was talking about that Plano Christmas tournament that I used to go and watch everybody play, I was like, okay, why is this team always good? And I'm studying this guy, what he's doing, all this. There's you – you can't just study – Virginia and think you're going to be a good high school basketball coach because you're not recruiting six, seven guys that can play pack line and do this. And, you know, maybe you are, I don't know. But. So, so it goes back. I think it goes back to all those webinars and all that stuff at the beginning. It's like, you're going to get one thing out of all of those. <laughs> you're literally going to get one thing out of all of those. Yeah. You're better off call, picking up the phone and talking to someone in your area. So I'm saying this to people listening all over the country and the world you're better off picking up the phone or getting in a zoom call with a coach that's really good in your state that coaches high school or youth. than you are spending two hours watching, you know, one of those tapes. I'm just telling you from someone who's done it, you're going to get one or two things like, yeah, (laughs) I've, I've seen Bob Huggins give his awful one, three, one, sorry, Bob Huggins is listening, but he has an awful one, three, one presentation that he does at every clinic and it's on every DVD. Right. And it's not even their real defense. It's just like, it's just junk that he says. I was at one clinic and Roy Williams goes, what am I supposed to talk about? And they're like, uh, transitions like, Oh, okay. But if you really want to know, come to our practice. Right. I mean, and the thing is, it's not like they're not willing to share. And there's good ones. Like Mike Neighbors is really good. There's good ones out there. But I'm just telling you that it's like 97% of those things don't pertain. It's like like trying to learn nuclear physics when you don't know, you know, Algebra 2. It's like it's not going to help you. Well, that was (laughs) my progression of studying those guys and then – T-Tubes and other right. sources I'm going to. And then Zach Beauvais, who has had Pick and Pop, which oh, is Pick awesome and Pop's great. And, you know, actually somebody came in my gym to scout Barrett, and I had this drill called – I was calling it Boys Vert Passing. He goes, did you get that from Zach uh, Beauvais? I'm like, who's Zach Beauvais? He's like, it's my best friend from high school. So I get, he gave me Zach's number. I still call Zach and get stuff. Now, where There's is college Zach? coaches that are awesome. What was that? Where is Zach? He's at Army. He's at Last Army. I checked, he's assistant at Army. You know, I Bruce Weber. I got to get him on. He'd be really good. I love his site. Yeah, he's good. Bruce Weber used to come into our gym. He would beat me to every 615 open gym we'd have in the fall when he was recruiting Benson. 
I can still text that guy a question and he will respond in a three page text about the mic and drill. Like you find people out there that are just awesome. Right. Right. And, and the thing is, it's like, yes. And, but anyway, a lot of people are just trying. Yeah. Anyway, don't get me started on all that stuff. So, and the thing is I've learned what I've learned over the last four months is you got to do something with all this noise. Like you're yeah. going to find that out with parenting. If you start reading parenting books, your head is going to explode. Like, I've got seven or eight of them over here, and they're, <laughs> they have they. I've read Forty Eight Laws of here, Power. Here's my parenting advice from someone that's got an eighteen year old and sixteen year old. Take make sure they have enough to eat, <laughs> make sure they're safe, and make sure that they they know you love them. The rest of it's going to take care of itself. Like they'll 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 turn out fine. They'll be fine human beings. But it's like. Oh my God. It's like, it doesn't matter. Anyway, don't get me started. I was hoping you were going to ask me the rapid fire question of favorite book. I think I've I'm got to do it. I've got to it. I'm not, I've got to oh. it. Hold on. I'm, we're not okay. done yet. Um, best coach of all time. Who in basketball. Yep. And this is the hardest one. Everybody seems to have all time. I mean, everything's, I mean, Phil Jackson would be really hard, but I mean, He's hard to go against, but he also had um, the best players of all time. So, so did Wooden, though. So did Wooden. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I'll just stay current, and I'll say the guy that really impressed. Two guys really impressed. Actually, I'll go three guys really okay. impressed me right now. Nick Nurse, awesome stuff. Um, Brad Stevens, just. Very smart. I love Brad Stevens. I yeah. love Brad Stevens. And then uh, Chris Beard, Texas Tech. Like just, I would, I would add, it. I'd add one to that list. I'd add Pop to that list. Yeah, yeah, he's really um, good. We ran a lot of their simple. I mean, he, Popovich is running kind of a junior high offense with the weak, strong motion. He nothing, is. nothing special about it. I, I love think Pop's got something. He's got something that he just kind of understands. And he's adapted too. He, he, he doesn't run it as much as he did, but he, uh, you know, and all, all, all four of those guys, big point when we were already talking about are doing stuff. That's not the new normal. They're all willing to do stuff. That's like not the trend pack line, five out spread ball screen, whatever everybody wants to, Say, you know, like if you're going to something and everybody else was already doing it, you're years behind them. So do you think, do you think offensively you're doing what everyone's doing? You know, I think somewhat, but I think we do it a little bit different than anybody we've seen. I mean, we run that, we run that Villanova offense, but we don't come out and set the ball screen. We just keep cutting and passing and you make a mistake and the closeouts are so big, we get the drive. We we didn't set we set maybe five ball screens last year. You know, we we didn't because <laughs> everybody's ball. setting ball screens. So yeah. I'm not gonna set ball screens because everyone's setting ball screens. There's a like, lot to that, I think. And I mean, we ch- I love double drag ball screens. Like I used to be pretty close with Illinois staff, and that was one he brought when John Gross was there and he brought it with Dad Mata. And it saved my season one year. We won 20 games because of that offense. Right. We can't run it here. I mean, we just get annihilated. Because they're going to just – those athletes are just going to run at you if you do that. Yeah. Um, So, book. What's your best book? One book. 48 Laws of Power. Awesome book. John Green, 
Zach Bove got me, or he uh, had a, you know, like you have your top books. Yep. It is a deep read, but very good. You're What's not going to sit down and read. Say it again. 48 Laws of Power. Okay. It's you, like. I have not heard that book. Very rarely. 500 pages, and then the sides of it have old, you know, stuff from Egyptian culture. It's all about manipulating people. You know, he also has one called 48 Laws of Seduction. And it's just about how you use like power over people, like don't outshine the master and things like it's awesome book. Even if you don't get anything from that chapter, you just start thinking of ways you can like manipulate people, which I think is actually a really good thing in teaching and coaching. 48 laws of power. Okay. Um, All right. My last question is um, what would you tell your younger self? Um, maybe have a little bit more balance in life. I, I didn't get married until I was late in life cause I was all basketball, but that's worked out at the same time. Right. Um, you know, I just keep studying the game. Like I was, I've been pretty happy with coaching of where it's taken me and, you know, you can't, there's not enough stuff out there to study. Just keep, even like you're talking about the Princeton, you might not ever run it, but it might help you on defense. It helps you with some little. Well, it might give me one or two sets or something. It might give me something that I can do. What I like with John is how he, he has basically told me how he breaks. Like you can't do breakdown drills to teach the Princeton. So he's, he's gotten it down to a progression where you have to teach it. So that intrigues me to no end. Like I said, you don't do like little, he goes, you do a little, but not really because the Princeton is this whole kind of, first of all, it's a super duper secret thing that basically took yeah. him like seven years to figure it out. Uh, Cause he would call Corell and he goes, well, just watch some film poof, you know, kind of thing. I've heard that from a bunch of different people. So, so he, he's broken it down to the point where that, and I'm more intrigued, like, okay, I run kind of a read react dribble drive hybrid kind of thing. Um, Cause you're it, not just going to see man every single game, right? Like college, you know, there's not a lot of zone in college. There's not no, a lot of, you know, no. NBA is making people look stupid with zone. I know it's crazy. And it's working. So I think I, I saw the other day 5,000 possessions of zone compared to like 83 or something like that. Well, I was watching the Mavs. I was just watching the Mavs uh, Clippers, and there's like the zone, and it's like they, they didn't know what to do because these big bodies take up space. Um, I yeah, just That would be another good tip. What can you do just to make them uncomfortable? You're 7 and 14. You can't beat them. What can you do to maybe give yourself a shot? Just by being uncomfortable. That's when, that's when I run like an inverted triangle in two. I'll do crazy stuff at that point. When, I, when I'm when i like shooting into the dark, I just look, I'm a big audible guy because I can't, I fall asleep now when I read. 48 Laws of Power is on Audible and it's got 14. Now, so a normal book will have like three, 400 reviews. This thing has 14,093 reviews. And the review, reading the reviews is just about as good as reading the book because half the people in the world hate it and half the people love it. They hate that it's like talking about manipulation. Okay. Like I'm putting it in my, I'm putting it as we talk in my, in my, um, in my wish list. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to that. Um, 
Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.